Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The podcast that you need to listen to. The podcast that you need to listen to. And you get involved with the show. Hubank. Chris, no, Chris Smalling. Chris Smalling is my phone voice. People seem to make me the butt of their jokes. But it's not Chris Eubank. This is my actual voice that I use in the public domain. But I don't want to hear it. They sort of got a silly voice. What do you want? It's me, Chris Smalling. I'm set for a sub... I got, I'm set for some Saturday sabotage. What does that mean? Saturday sabotage. Well, I just wanted you, you, wanted you to know. I've got a cunning plan of my... <laughs> What's that? Exciting times. Jose Mourinho, cunning plan, whole week. People think Liverpool are too strong for Manchester United. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> but I, Chris Smalling, and the guys. <laughs> yeah. Saturday, Red Saturday, it's of Sabotage is coming. Goodbye! <laughs> oh, it was good. I quite liked it. No. <laughs> that was bad. But, but you committed to it, it bad. long enough. Felt bad. But that's what Chris sounds like. It's I mean, weird, isn't it? Because he's got his normal voice. Like that. And then he has his phone voice, which was that there, which I've, I've given you. There's the insight that bring that comes with one for the weekend. I don't want to do this. <sighs> well, this whole podcast. Yeah, I don't no, want to. Yeah, like true. Uh, Flav's giving a bit of help. Round of applause for Flav. Flav's giving me a bit of help with the script this week. There's a bit down the bottom and it says uh, Spurs versus Juventus reaction. And then it just says, fuck. <laughs> so stick around for that. Uh, but lots to talk about. It's Rivals Weekend, Flav. It is See that? Sky Sports drumming it up. Yeah, again. Rivals. Happy days. At least uh, it isn't Red Monday. That was among the worst things yeah. I've ever seen. It's Dread Saturday. Right. You get it? It sounds like red. It's Sunday, though, isn't it? Uh, we'll talk about Man United versus Liverpool, and then we've got all our other beautiful bits. Trivia. We've got Room 69. We've got Stat Nuggets. 
Uh, I love it. I want to hug it. It's that nuggets. We've got... Um, what else we've got? Those were the days. We're going to a new country to celebrate some of their best Premier League players. Yep. Soldiers lost in battle and loads of other stuff that will we'll meander Anything about the Games go Weekend? We'll the, talk the about... Well, we'll talk about two uh, doubles that can be done on, on teams that you wouldn't have expected at the start of the season. So hang around for that as well. Yeah. I'll explain that. Okay. Um, this is the One for the Weekend podcast. Thank you for joining us on uh, YouTube on the Longball Street channel. Uh, if you're new, hit subscribe. Subscribe to us on iTunes as well. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Fan League. Building the world's number one football community. Uh, we've got the one for the weekend league. You can join that. All you've got to do is click the link in the description. Add me as a friend, James Alcott, A-double-L-C-O-double-T. And I'll add you to the league. Add me as well. Add you as well. You get free credits. Well, not money. You get free goes. The possibility of money for you. Yeah, and if you recruit people as well... You get free goes. Exactly. Ten grand uh, up for grabs this week. You can get 13 out of 13. So get involved. Do it right now. Um, well, Lady, on the, on the whole Chris Smalling thing. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive into it, mate. Yeah, all right. Man United versus Liverpool. Yeah. Big game. The most overhyped game in football. <laughs> um, they're, they're two of the biggest clubs in, in England. Probably the two biggest. Um, so I don't know if you can hype something like that overhype it it's just the problem is is what happens is the media need viewers, viewers off this game you know, Sky Sports view, your viewership is falling they have to build a marketing campaign around these, these types of matches and obviously the biggest and one that creates the most attention around, around the world is, mm. is this one and you know, even if I've got no time really for Liverpool or Man United, you know, they're just other teams that get in the way of Spurs, really. But I kind of do watch it. I do. I do. It's one of the few games I actually yeah. really, really sit down and watch. I think the uh, the brand of this game of football has highly suffered due to the fact of the fact that Jose Mourinho is manager of Manchester. United. Yeah, because he's the most pragmatic manager out there. He does what he needs to to get the right result for that game, and sometimes that means boring to death. The viewers. Yeah, I watched a uh, Man United Liverpool preview thing, and uh, gives Gary Neville and Carragher, of course, you know, yeah. ham up their relationship. Brilliant. And but I, watching it, I just thought I, I could imagine them before they, you know, went to go live, seeing both just taking it like a big sigh because they're kind of like. Well, how do, how do you, the same kind how of? How questions. do you keep talking about it? You know, the context hasn't changed from mm-hmm. four months ago when they played each other last. And no. I don't think, so one of your questions is it the fiercest rivalry in the country? Every fan from every from a team that's involved in some sort of rivalry considers their rivalry to be the most fiercest. It's probably the it's up there. It's up there. I mean, it's up there with in in, in the top flight certainly. I, I would I would say that West Ham Mill is probably tastier. You're, we've talked about this before. You always go to West Ham Millwall as the the fiercest, but you're judging that on like guaranteed violence. Yeah, how likely there are <laughs> there is going to be fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, but you know, in terms of you know, it, 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 I don't think time, there's any real bad blood between the two teams though at the moment. You mean the players? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that, they've, they've, there's been quite a lot of turnover of players I think it takes a while it's like it's been a long time since Gary Neville was involved and he was there his entire career you know Roy Keane you know you could say the same for when Arsenal played like United during the 2000s where you know you had Vieira and Keane a lot of the rivalry is about what happens on the pitch as well and the fans the sets of fans hate each other the the the, the one thing that makes it different is that there is a history outside of the game in that in this rivalry you know an industrial about the you know about industry and blocking ports and 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 you know the, the ship canals and stuff yeah. and, you know Manchester 
Um, and you're boring yourself talking about it. <laughs> it's, there's basically a history there, and it means much more than, uh, than, than the football. Mm. It is a fierce rivalry. It's I'm up there with the fiercest. I think the game itself... Last, get, get back to what that comment I made about Jose Mourinho kind of ruining this rivalry. The fact that if you look at this Man United team, you've got a huge opportunity to be... Imagine Jurgen Klopp had that team. Yes. Martial, Sanchez, Lukaku, Rashford. The amount of pace and power, Pogba, the amount of pace and power that that team has. Yes. That would be... Jurgen Klopp could do amazing things with that team. But make them play in an exciting brand of football. If it, you know, sort of that counter-attacking way, that heavy metal football. He could do that with exactly those players. And... I don't know if they've got the same stamina as a, you know, as those. They would players. after, after. But they would after a while. Training, yeah. But then you look at and you look at what Jurgen Klopp's done to that Liverpool side and how well they play. You know, they play football with players who, you know, Mane was from Southampton. Salah was a reject from Chelsea. Um, Firmino, they've got from Hoffenheim, who's not, you know, he's not these huge. He's created him massive into, brands into something. Uh, literally, yeah. as, as footballers that Man United have got yet. I'm expecting this game sooner or later. Mourinho in these games against a Liverpool team that is that plays with such positivity, sooner or later he's going to get undone and they're going to get pumped. I mean, to go to your first point about um, you know what Klopp could do with Man United, I, I don't. I think you'd have a you'd be in a similar position as they are now. You know, Liverpool are below United in the league, so. He has a more exciting and interesting. That's an interesting question. Way of looking at it, yeah. A uh, way of, of approaching the team, approaching tactics, but it isn't at this stage more effective than Mourinho. Mourinho's above them in the league, so it's not. I'd much rather watch Liverpool play than the Man United. Mm. But as everyone keeps drumming down on me today, it's all about <laughs> success, isn't it? It's about winning things. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's um, yeah. yeah. The Klopp is exciting, but nowhere near as successful as Mourinho. So let us know in the comments if Jurgen Klopp was manager of Man United, would they be? Would they have more points? Don't think so. Do you not think so? No. Okay. Well, if Liverpool had Salah's better than all, all of those players in this season in form, so. Well, yeah, but that's that's my point. Would, Why are these I'd guys? Money would definitely be starting for United. But are they? Are those? Is <coughs> Pogba? Is Lukaku? Are those guys being empowered enough? This sounds so wanky. Empowered no, enough by Jose Mourinho. Yeah, probably when not. When you've got Jurgen Klopp, who's just all about that positive. Yeah, probably not. I mean, yeah, I think you actually you make a good point. Klopp probably is doing more with lesser players, but in a year's time, those won't be lesser players. They'll be they'll be trained and coached and fit enough to, to mm. compete on that level. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. On paper, if you look at it, Sanchez. You know, because you've got at the start of the season, everyone would have took Lukaku over Firmino. Yeah. So, but I guess football's far more nuanced than that. You've got Man United who've beaten Chelsea two one at home, and it was, it was, it was dogged. You saw the way he switched his formation as soon as they got the lead, went to back to three at the back. Yeah. He does manage games well, and that's what Mourinho's always been about. It's fair enough. But I, I think I think Jurgen Klopp would get more points with that squad due to the fact that the the, the Crystal Palace game showed the other side of it, where. I think when you when you play the way that Jose Mourinho sides do, there's an opportunity for you to kind of not be at the races because you're not going just going right guys like you know go out there and do it. There's it's a lot more calculated, and so if you're playing against a team like a Chelsea or Liverpool where they're probably going to dominate the ball, you you can just be concentrating on defending what you've got yeah. instead of going out and winning the game. And it only got to the point where they were two 0 down against Palace and. 
Mourinho made some incredible changes, but he had to. They were two 0 down, yeah. and you saw that. You know, they got got three goals out of it. I mean, the winner was unbelievable. But it, yeah, it was. I mean, not, uh, I think Liverpool would blast other teams away a bit more. Anyway, it's all it's all speculative. Speculative, yeah. Uh, Manchester United have won ten out of their last thirteen Premier League home games uh, against Liverpool. You love these stat nuggets. Mm. Um, but no side has scored more away goals in the top five European leagues this season than Liverpool thirty four. Yeah, they've, they've scored over hundred goals as well this season. That's amazing. Uh, who is uh, who are the key men in this game for you? Oh, there's loads of them. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't answer your question, but it's about out of all of these stars. Who do you think they'll be go- You know, when they do the uh, package afterwards where they go, it was this guy and it was this guy, who do you think it will, they'll be focusing on? I think, given the expectation going into the game of players like Salah, Mane, Firmino, they've been in great form, uh, I think Sanchez has the best opportunity to really arrive at Man United. People are talking about his poor form against... Palace, I didn't think he was that poor. I know he gave the ball away a couple of times, but he was. Um, there's still a complete class there. I think it's it's kind of set for him to to, to turn up. You know, if Salah Salah continues to play the way he has been playing, you expect him to score. It's no headline. Really, it's just another goal. But with Sanchez, it's like um, it's, this, this is a huge platform for him to show what he's got still. Mm. There will be some doubters, unfortunately, for for him. Um, I often think with uh, with Man United, what you see with Arsenal and and Özil, and I, you know I've been one of them. Like this week, I, I was digging out Özil for his performance in the Brighton game. But he is a player that you look to in these, you know, in any game, but big games in particular, as being someone who needs to kind of be the man for the team. I think for Man United, that guy who's not not done it, and I think people are like, you know, hyenas waiting to get him if Man United do lose the game, is Pogba. Yeah. in those big games they're still kind of waiting for him to totally dominate a massive game <clears throat> and I think he I think against Liverpool I think he could struggle I, I don't, didn't see he might struggle with the pace I think actually he, his, his ability to calm and, and, and become a metronome in that midfield and to calm the play down and to kind of dictate when he's on the ball is there and I think that will be a, a, an important aspect of this game is whether or not he can do that um, because obviously the speed and power and pace at which Liverpool play at means that it's important for Man United to take control of the game and control the pace and Pogba will be intrinsic to that Do you think do you think Mourinho will set them out in a kind of for want of a better word negative defensive way or the fact that they're playing at home do you think that might make a difference and it might be a bit more attacking um, I thought that when Man United came to Tottenham that they would set up in a, in, in a negative way but they didn't they, they went for the jugular and they came out which made it a lot easier for us than it could have been. Uh, Spurs won 2-0 in that game. Um, um, if I was him, I would definitely sit back. I would, uh, I'd make it frustrate Liverpool. They have had times this season where they've struggled to break down lesser defences than, than Man United. And if they play Rashford or Martial, you know, Sanchez, then... You know they've got pace to break there. Mm. I think one of the, the one weak link will be Lukaku in this game. I think um, because he doesn't offer the um, the dynamic and, and and pacey attack or, or lead leading the line with, with pace and uh, fluidity that um, that he could become a bit of a passenger. But he was he, he was man uh, against uh, Chelsea, wasn't he? He, he? he was, but Chelsea a different outfit, and he, he's perfect for for that kind of game. He was excellent. Brilliant against Chelsea, an amazing assist for um, forgive me, I can't Lingard. Remember, Lingard, yeah. yeah, with the header. 
Um, but I think in this game, I, I would start. I would start Rashford up top. He won't do that. He'll play Lukaku, but the pace it, to hit, hit, hit Liverpool in the break, they can be exposed in the break. I've seen it this happen this season. Mm. Again, just to go back to Spurs once again, because it's, it's just an obvious example. We beat them 4-1 at, at Wembley. Um, and it was all about how well we, we could counter them. And because they commit so much forward, they're all about scoring goals. It's fascinating and fantastic football to watch, but that does make them vulnerable. All formations do have their vulnerabilities. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would play pace. I would go with pace rather than, than strength and um, take Rashford up front. Okay. Yeah, that is the one thing with I've been bashing Jose Mourinho and Man United a bit. The bottom line is everything in my head thinks right. This could be this could be a big win for Liverpool because I just don't. I just see them as devastating, and I kind of see Man United as as sluggish in the way that they play a lot. I think methodical is a better word. But time and it my my head also says. Mourinho time and time again especially with you know played on Monday but they've had the rest of the week to, to concentrate on it I know Liverpool played Porto and they're 5-0 up so it looked like it was going to be easy and fine for them so they could probably spend a little less time on it but still it's a Champions League game and you need to like see out yeah, and yeah. they're playing as well who's got is it a bigger advantage for Man United um, having not played but having the Champions League the next week or is it a bet, or, or would you rather be Liverpool who've Maybe got yeah, less running in the legs, yeah. but they haven't got to worry about the game afterwards. I don't think it's going to be a factor, really. I think if I had to prefer, then it would, you'd prefer to have not had the game. Uh, Man United probably at a slight advantage there, if there is an advantage at all. I think Liverpool would won that game before going into the, you know that five nil. They don't have to play at the intensity. If anything, it helps their fitness. If you know because they've got an extra ninety minutes under their belt but playing at a pace that's comfortable. They're not running and risking hamstrings and stuff because they're chasing the game. It's Tuesday night as well, which is kind of... Yeah, not a Wednesday yeah I, don't, uh, I don't think it's a disadvantage to Liverpool having played that game on Tuesday. OK. Uh, trivia time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trivia time. Last week, we asked you, which four players scored Premier League hat-tricks but were on the losing team? Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, one yeah. bloke got it. No. So, so let us know in the comments. I don't want it, you know. I don't. I don't want this to be like a. I don't want to call you a liar. I don't want to be a witch hunt. But, but Jordan Waring said he got this right. Roque Santa Cruz. That's right. I'll give you the answer first, and I'll tell you. Um, yeah. The reason why Jordan says he got it without googling it, without the steroids. Oh, he gave a reason. All right, without a quiz steroid. All right. Um, so Matt Letizia did it uh, when Southampton lost four five to Norwich City, and it actually twice happened to Matt Letizia. Poor bloke. <laughs> Three four to Nottingham Forest. So he would have got the match ball walking off, having lost. Weird. Yeah. That. Would you want it? Probably so. You should say yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it on. You put it on your shelf, and you go home and you go. That was a horrible day. I think Matt Letizia is the kind of bloke who wouldn't care less. Yeah. I like to imagine Matt Letizia walking around his house in his pants doing kick-ups with that ball. Just with bowling that ball. around with that ball. Yeah, rocking about and just, yeah, just chipping it into like yeah, a both pole balls, or Both balls. Just, just doing that. Both feet. Just doing yeah, off his nose. <laughs> yeah. In uh, his pants, though. Yeah, definitely in his pants. White white fronts. And it's so, his home. He can walk around yeah, doing what he wants. Yeah, right. Do you, are you big on that? Um, or being wandering around naked? I've, see, I've never had my own place. I've never had a place where I'm allowed... To, to just walk around my, my previous girlfriend she wasn't up on me just walking around the start bullet naked so right. it was decorum for her to have at least a piece of clothing separating my genitals from the world sure. so uh, but I love the, that phrase uh, stark bullet naked stark bullet naked yeah it's good and then my current relationship I um, 
you know, there's kids around and they're not my kids. Yeah. So it's. it's, it's I mean, if they were your kids. It'd be fine, wouldn't yeah, it? Because, yeah, because when, when I was young, yeah, when I was younger, my dad... Your dad loved it, didn't he? Yeah, he was always yeah, naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, there was one time I was coming up the stairs, right? I was coming up the stairs, and you imagine, mate, it's not a terraced house in London, right? So it's they're very tall, but not very wide. Coming up the stairs, and I come up there, and my dad, imagine it, right? He's 58, 59 at the time, pot belly, badger on his chest, you know what I mean? He's got grey yeah. hair, love rug, yeah. And he's up some ladders, painting a corner of the room... Like just in a corner like that. I went, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? He went, oh, I didn't know you were going to catch me. Like he thought about that. No, no one will catch me. Yeah. I'll be all right. Well, I didn't want to get paint on my trousers. Yeah. He got out of the bath it? and thought, oh, I'll do that. Man. Was it dripping wet? Yeah, it <laughs> no, he wasn't, he wasn't wet. <laughs> Not that I remember, but I blocked it out a lot of it. Another one, if you want another one. Go on. So my dad would, uh, he, he, he thought it was hilarious to, to run into my room naked mm. and start going, Woo! Like that, when the windows were open, it's not height of summer. The people across, I'll be sitting on my computer working. My dad screaming like a maniac, completely bollock naked. That's yeah, incredible. another one, oh, right? right? <laughs> one more before we go. Yeah, carry on. Um, my mates would knock on the bell, Sorry? would ring on my bell. All oh, right, ring on my bell to get. <laughs> He's your dad. Come here, give it. Go on, give it a knock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He, he would, he would bring on the bell, right? He'd bring on the bell. Does your dad smoke? No, he no, doesn't. He smokes, my head, he, smokes, my head he smokes. He smokes cigars. Does it? Oh, does amazing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, Tim. Yeah, no, he's just in the toilet. Give me a minute. Knock on the bell, will you? <laughs> a bit creepy. Um, yeah, my mates were willing to go and play football. Like, I was 15, 16 at the time. And the bell would ring, and I'd hear my dad start scampering. You know when someone's running really quick through walls over floorboards? I was like, I'm like, fuck, fuck, he's doing it again. I'm running to try and beat him at the door, because he wants to answer a fucking door naked. <laughs> he loved it. He actually loved it. All right, that's, that's amazing. I'll just get him. That's amazing. Fucking Do you know what? I've got the, uh, I've got the flats myself <coughs> this weekend. Actually, you might give it a go. So actually, let me know. Not, nothing like wanking and stuff like that, but what should I do to enjoy... Having the flat to myself this weekend. And let us know in the comments whether or not you're... Because you, 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 I love this. When we ask some questions that we haven't planned for, it's great. Um, you know, are you the kind of guy or girl that just walks around naked and just thinks, this is, I'm more comfortable like this? Because mm. even when I'm on my own... I, you don't feel... Not really. I, I have yeah. to put something on. I, I, don't get, I don't go to bed naked. Not, I have to no, have no, a pair of pants. Do you have pyjamas? You strike me as a full pyjama duck kind of guy. <laughs> no, Buttons up to yeah. the top. Yeah. A hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, just a boxer's man myself. Um, I, the weird thing I do, which anyone who watches this podcast regularly will totally probably get... I just do weird little sketches to myself. Yes. Yeah. No. What, what, weird no one's sounds. Not? Weird sounds. Just like little punchlines to a song I'm singing. Like weird shit. So if you're, you, I'd imagine you've got a lot of football coming this weekend. Given the fact you've got the, what, what's your, what's your business doing? Uh, she's uh, on a Hindu. She's on a Hindu. Porto. So. In where? I've gone to Porto. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Let's just change last week with the uh, Liverpool fans. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she hates football. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, no, loads of football. QPR Sunderland this weekend. Right. Uh, one of those teams we're going to mention later. Is there, the uh, is there a bigger meh game than QPR and Sunderland? We'll talk about that in a bit. Absolutely not. No, totally not. Well, yeah, West Brom would have to be involved. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me know. What can I do to enjoy my flat and being alone in my flat? Hmm. Uh, also, let's stay away from football for just one more second. It's National Women's Day today. Oh, yeah. A little message for... Ollie. Oh, for Ollie? Yeah. Uh, the women in your life? Yeah, um, I, I love you so much. You're a fantastic woman. Keep being a woman. 
because um, you prefer that. I prefer that. Yeah, if you could say being a woman, and, and, and uh, yeah, ball powers all the women because uh, it's been a big hot topic this year, and you know mm. it shouldn't need something like this to to, to lofty loft up <laughs> the plight of women, but um, so be it. Yeah. And, 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 and Godspeed to all of them. Totally, and um, darling, I love you. Um, also, a fitting day for, for it to be National Women's Day. Because? Because Alan's back on the ones and twos. And any lovers of the Long Ball Street podcast. So uh, if, this, if, if this podcast is on just a wide and there hasn't been any cuts or anything, it's because Adam's on the ones and twos. Yeah, because on the ones and twos, yeah. And um, Adam is... He is women. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's just he big on it. <laughs> back to the trivia. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Matt Letizia, Dion Dublin uh, did it for Coventry City when they lost four uh, three to Sheffield Wednesday. Roque Santa Cruz, who a few people did get, Blackburn losing three five to Wigan Athletic, and Dwight York, Freston Villa in a four three defeat to uh, Newcastle. Jordan Waring, let us know in the comments. Did Jordan dope here? He's yeah. saying he's got them. He's then said, "Question was that his excuse was question was that one of the pub quiz nights I was at." Right. So um, if, if you think Jordan doped, you go Jordan lovey lovey the dope. <laughs> you can spell that how you want. <laughs> Jordan lovey the dope. Right? right. If he didn't, then say Jordan no dope. <laughs> In the comments. Great. And then <laughs> we'll count them up next week. Whoever's Whoever wins, if he Jordan, Jordan lo- yeah. loving the dope, well, we'll have the results of the test. Yeah, and the doping and test, it, yeah, if you you know if it turns out that you you did dope, you loving the dope, then um, we're going to ban you from the channel. Difficult position, yeah. Difficult position for Jordan because do you come out and go, hang on, no, I yeah, don't honestly, because yeah. that can be spun and go, well, of course he'd say that. Yeah, so maybe it's yeah. difficult. You plan, plan what you're going to do, Jordan, in, in the comments below. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see. Yeah. At the moment, I feel like you've cheated. Dealing with that fire. First, Bradley Wiggins, now you. Uh, this week, uh, Flav's got a couple of questions here for you. Uh, who got sent off for dissent in Manchester United's 3-0 win over Liverpool in 2008? And it's a double one this week. Another mm. question for you. Who scored the dramatic equaliser as Liverpool came from 3-0 down to draw 3-3 in a Premier League Classic in 1994? Good questions, Flav. Yeah. So you'll be, you can deliver the answer. You haven't put the answer here. You'll deliver the answer next week. I, I don't know the answer. Just put it out there. What's the... Just, I don't know. I, I, do you know what it was? It's not trivia, is it? No, no, because I found it. I found it on a, on a website, which was one of them ones where, see how many you got right. No. See how many of these out of ten. And I got to the end expecting the answers, and it said you got four out of ten. It didn't tell me which were right. right. So I don't know what the answer was. I'm curious to know. <laughs> right. So do me a favour, and if you know the answer... You're helping us out um, instead of us providing entertainment or, and knowledge. Well, do you think that? Do you think that the people listening to this or, or watching it? Do you think that they? Think That's why they come back. Memories when they come back for that and stat nuggets. No, no, I'm sure they do. Right? I'm, I absolutely, they made it abundantly clear that they love stat nuggets. But do you think they think that we made this trivia up, or do you think they know that we just nicked it off the internet and put it on run order? Exactly. So don't worry about it. So tell <laughs> us what the answer is. Okay. Um, let's stay in this vein. I love it. I want to hug it. Stat nuggets. Right. Back, solidly back now. A few people still in the comments digging it out, but you know, that's your prerogative. Oh, that so there are, there, are, there are some giving it a go. Yeah, well, one or two. Well, these are better than usual. Because, because they've come from yourself, because they've come from you. Yeah. Come from you. If you've got high quality stat nuggets, then, uh, you know, put them in the back pocket of the, of the YouTube channel, which is essentially the comments. Yeah. And we can read them out. So here's some stat nuggets from you guys. So Stevie P, thanks, mate. <laughs> 
Uh, hashtag stat nugget. When Liverpool have been leading a league game at halftime at Anfield, they haven't gone on to lose since December 2000 and 13th of December 2009. In a 2-1 defeat to Arsenal. Yeah, that is incredible. That is incredible. That's almost nine years since lo- uh, Liverpool last lost a league game at Anfield. Uh, they've been winning at halftime. That's incredible. That is incredible. Because they haven't been in, they haven't been brilliant during that time. There's been times when they've been decent. And, yeah. You know, and certainly in the last couple of years we've been very good, but. That's, a, that's an incredible stat. Does that shows you how much home advantage is. Yeah. What, what, what a real thing is. That. Does that show that the the fans don't get complacent? They, they continue to roar their team on. Because other teams would be like, well, I want a lot, I don't worry about it. But now hearing this stat nugget, Liverpool fans, be careful because your, your standards... What I would say, actually, about, about my three. observation about Anfield is that they are they do like getting involved, don't they? <laughs> They do like a dubious 50 or a 50 or 50 challenge. Yeah. It's outrage. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and you know, I, I look at it and it irritates me, but it's obviously working. Can you do the end? Who cares whether it irritates me? You crack on. Totally. Uh, stat nuggets coming from someone else who Flav didn't put the name down. Bale, only player to get a goal, assist, own goal, and yellow card in one game. That's true. Don't know what game it is. Stevie. That, that was Stevie P. Oh, that was Stevie P. Sorry. I don't know who sent the first one. And uh, two more. Balotelli's uh, only ever Premier League assist was to Aguero. Mm. I was that. I was at that game. No. And it's finally, not that one. no, you're not happy. That's, that. uh, that's boring. Uh, Manchester United versus Liverpool. Uh, Romelu Lukaku has scored 99 Premier League goals. If he gets another one this week, and in Red Saturday, is that what I call it? Is it Sunday though? Saturday morning Is it? Yeah uh, He'll be the fifth youngest player to reach 100 And the second to reach the milestone against Liverpool After Harry Kane earlier this season That kind of stat nugget That reeks of one of the stat nuggets that you don't like Yes Why? So what? Because it's, yeah, because it's just too tenuous It hasn't even happened yeah. It's a stat that hasn't even happened yet It's, like, it's, it's stat nuggets This isn't a stat could be one on Saturday <laughs> Yeah, And it's tenuous And it's not even like the first guy to do it yeah, It's yeah. the fifth Complete um, waste of time, but I, I found that and put it in running order. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still to come, soldiers lost in battle. Those were the days. US, oh, I nearly gave it away. A country's greatest Premier League players and Flames questions. Oh, and we're talking about uh, Spurs versus. Did we get questions? You lot. I uh, got one. Well, one question. <laughs> yeah, people are not really keen on Flames advice. It's Twitter. I think the, the thing is, is uh, when Twitter, no, there isn't a lot of people that have kind of bought into this. Everyone who watches it on YouTube, there's a good cluster. I'd say, I'd say a, 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 a collection of YouTube, YouTube viewers right. have bought into one for the weekend. What we're trying to do here. Yeah, what we're, we're trying, trying to create. What this yeah, is what about. Flames is about. Um, and uh, so you put your questions in the comments. Mm. We'll have a read. We'll read all the comments every single week, yeah, genuinely, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll give you answers to whatever questions they are within the realms of branded content. <laughs> nice. Uh, two doubles on the cards this week. Two two doubles that you weren't expecting at the start of the season. Chelsea playing Crystal Palace this weekend. Crystal Palace, of course. Well, we'll get into that in a second. And also Arsenal are playing Watford. Watford. So two two big moments in the season, really. So one. Palace versus Chelsea. Palace hadn't won a single game at this point of the season. Remember? Yep. Yep. Our very own Rory Jennings. Yes. God bless him. Not a Roy Hodgson fan. <laughs> Stood just five yards away and said, just said there is absolutely no way Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace will win this game. Yeah. Tore them apart. What happened to that? five reasons why Roy Hodgson wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Palace, Palace won. Palace won. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Won that game of football. Football is wonderful. And uh, and the other one, uh, Arsenal versus Watford, when famously Troy Deeney claimed that uh, Arsenal had no cojones. Yeah. The the Google trend search of cojones went through the roof that day, <laughs> went down, and it probably never he- uh, reached up such heights ever again. Yeah. I, 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 so two opportunities I'm, for doubles. I'm, um, I always struggle to find a true representation, a tangible representation of sort of words that don't really mean much they're intangible words right. so Arsenal don't have cojones like it's like well, what does it mean mm-hmm. what does it mean it yeah. doesn't mean anything but over the season I can understand what he means now so this has been a season long educational process for me right. and now I know what it means for a team not to have cojones okay it was, a, yeah, it was, it was before his time you say Troy was with that co-host. He's just more intelligent than I am. Right. He understands football with greater detail. Uh, and what what also comes with these two uh, surprise uh, is doing the double, isn't it? When you do when you win both games, home and away. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do the double over. Is there the opportunity for meltdown uh, for Chelsea and Arsenal this weekend? Both teams uh, having a bit of a wobble. Yeah, they're outside the top four. Outside the top four. Yeah, and and yeah, Chelsea lost two on the bounce. Arsenal have lost four on the bounce. Where will you see a bigger meltdown? Where's there a bigger opportunity for meltdown? That's, Crystal Palace? There isn't. A, or, oh, a bigger opportunity. Yeah, w- no, sorry, sorry. Which one do you think is more likely to lose this week, Chelsea or Arsenal? <clears throat> I think Arsenal are more likely to lose. I think both will win. Because well, Watford won their last two games back to back. Well, just because what's happening, you know, it seems. Uh, we're not going to go over it again. We've done it last week. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things about Arsenal. You know, everyone knows the situation there. It's been rumours this week about players in the training room already having issues with Aubameyang and Mkhitaryan and Ozil because of the contracts that are on. Um, they're not performance-based contracts as far as the reports go. You know they're on a basic wage, of huge money. Whereas, um, and there doesn't seem perhaps they have the gumption and energy and will to to turn this around. I think it takes much more than those kind of, than, than a couple of players to turn their form around. You know, there's a lot of problems at Arsenal. I think it stems from Arsene Wenger, and because of all that, Watford are you know they're, they're kind of been under, under um, 
fuck who's the name manager well, Garcia yeah uh, he's uh, he's kind of galvanised them somewhat because they were all over the place under yeah, Silva yeah. he's got the bounce he's got the bounce and uh, no. it, it is what it is but I, I, I think Arsenal will beat them the Emirates I think they it will be a you know quite convincing two or three nil the, the weird the weird part of it for me is that as a neutral which Arsenal fans won't be happy about me saying is I kind of weirdly want to know how it, how excruciating can it get. Oh, they lose ten on the bus. Well, <laughs> like how? Like what happens then? What I don't is know. this? What's like? It's fascinating. This world that we're in right now of like of Arsenal is odd, right? Yeah. It's weird. We never could have predicted it. I can't. I still can't see what that world's like. If they lose ten on the trot, <laughs> what is it like? No, that, is it just people's heads just going? Flying off. I'd imagine only t- Derby. I don't even if, even if they lost ten on the bounce. I mean, it we're not so like really. No, it won't happen. Of no, course, no, it, of course won't it won't happen. Um, I, I think. Uh, I think they. I kind of. I'd love Arsenal Wenger to stay for another season at Arsenal. It would be hilarious. It'd be. Ve- I mean, just for entertainment's sake, it would be great. Can you imagine if you said, like, "I'm not leaving." It's like, like the, uh, you know, the meme that goes around on the internet. I'm not fucking leaving! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. just walks into the training going like that. Um, he, he, I'm always like, when his comments come out, you go, uh, uh, I'm always thinking, what's he going to say now? Yeah. And then he goes He's up. saying weird stuff now. Keeps going, he always keeps going, uh, but I've got the desire and the experience to... And it's getting more and more tenuous, like what the, the aspects of the why he should stay. He's, he, he's already said he's staying to the end of his contract, so <laughs> it means he has to be sacked, which means the form has to drop off a cliff, and it's already free falling. Do you think Gazidis? Do you think on, like, on a Monday after each defeat, like Gazidis comes in, goes into Wenger's office, and he comes in and should goes, we do this? Do you want to do it as a phone call? Give him a bonus phone call. Can <laughs> we do it ad lib? Uh, yeah, just okay. do it as a phone call. Yeah, you, you, so, I'll, I'll be Wenger. Okay, you Wenger. So yeah, he goes. Into his office. Oh, right, I thought he'd never find Oh, no, no, he comes, he comes into his office because he just goes. Hello? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, what I think Wenger will do is Wenger will just go, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he just goes off again. That's what I think is happening. Like after Brighton, he's going, and he's on the other side of the door, isn't he? Surely now. Surely now. No, 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 he'll be. So, yeah, just, yeah, line him up. Yeah, honestly. There's no telling me. It has to happen this time. Guy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I, he, I don't know, he must have some stuff on Gazidis because that's the only, only thing I can think of I actually know deep down I hope Arsenal's form turns around a little bit just enough <laughs> just, just enough to keep right. him in um, Chelsea Crystal Palace I think that's the one where they could be uh, the, the surprise this week just because um, Chelsea have got Barcelona next week Huge, huge game for them, and I think. Oh, sorry, I am quite curious to see what Steve Bolt would do in, in interim manager. Imagine just like flying, just free flying <laughs> football. Steve Bolt gets the job. Yeah, God. turns out it turns out Rob Holding was a striker all along. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Palace could become only the second away team <coughs> to win three consecutive Premier League matches at Stamford Bridge. Three, oh, they lost the last two, have they? Yeah. Uh, After who Blackburn, are the others? Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, yeah. three to four to nine five nine six. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, for Chelsea, Chelsea is a weird one because the real excitement is the Champions League for them, and they are in a position where they could do something, but they really need top four. And and this weekend, you get a win, they don't. That's kind of it, isn't it? It's five points. That'd be eight. It's a lot. Eight. Like eight's a huge amount. Yeah. And as I've said, the top six are so far beyond the rest of the league. Because of many, many reasons that eight points is a huge amount at this stage. Uh, Spurs 
you would they'd be banking on Chelsea and Man City to beat beat Tottenham. Do you uh, see uh, Do you see the top five being the top five now? What it is now? Yes, four. Sorry, yeah, five. Yeah, I, I see the top four. I see that, that top four going mm. the way it is. Still to come, we'll talk about Spurs and Juventus as well, because we haven't touched on it yet. But before that, those were the days. Uh, City Fisher with some absolute perlers this week. Um, music's back. Thanks to Flav. Well done, Flav. Uh, City Fisher. Uh, Premier League... And I love this. When I read this, I went, yes! Because, you know, you get good ones and bad ones with everything. City Fisher, well done. Premier League players wearing snoods. And other players complaining about them. Other players, other fans, wasn't it? Uh, other people, sorry. Um, that was. They're, they're still not acceptable. But there was a little. I remember that period of time. I think it was like 2007, <laughs> 2008. Yeah. And there was the snoods. And then later down the line, do you remember everyone had these bracelets? No. They had rubber brace, brace, bracelets. They had rubber bracelets. And it was around, I think it was around 2005. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember. And they had blue ones. And I don't know why they had them. Oh! It's just kind of I do remember that. Yeah, Louis Garcia. It was a charity, was it? Well, it wasn't a political thing. No, there was like yellow ones. Yeah. And well, yellow ones was the, the Livestrong, the... Yeah, then there was black and white ones. Disgraced. Mm. Oh, yeah, before Lance. Lance. Yeah, Lance Did I ask that question? I've always got this weird moral quandary about Lance Armstrong. Oh, it's the, um, yeah, would you... He did a lot of good, didn't he? <laughs> he did a lot of good. And all he did was cheating and riding a bike. Yeah. So I'd rather the good. It's tricky. And everyone was cheating. And, uh, well, yeah, but... At that time. But even if it was just him... Did you jump off a cliff if, if Flav jumped off a cliff, Adam? Quite possibly. Yeah, he might do. Because <laughs> he'd probably be on something. Um, <laughs> well, so wearing says, yeah, the bracelets, well, like that, that's what triggered that in me. Uh, yeah. 90s football, passion and affinity to the little dig here from City. 90s football, passion and if, an affinity to the players with the fear of getting beaten up, but before it came, became a spectator sport. Oh, sorry, that's Rory. Yes. That. Yeah, yeah. Rory's dropped one in there. Rory but dropped the two. The fear of being getting beaten up. On the pitch or off the pitch? Off it. All right, lovely. I think, uh, I think that what I might have miswrote what he said. I think what he said was that it, the 90s were great because the fear of hooliganism had kind of gone. Right. But it was still quite a working class, grassroots game. Right, edgy. You were related edgy. to the players on the pitch. Um, and I've got to be saying, I'm almost the same age as Rory, and the 90s were my fondest. But I think everybody goes through that period when they're young and you look back at it with rose tinted glasses. But the 90s were, it was my kind of, that was my era when I absolutely adored football. Yeah. But I, yeah. I'm always, yeah, I'm always wary of that as it's well. Because so, like everyone, whoever's, yeah, whoever's, if that's your childhood, then that's, that's normally like, yeah. that's why I've got those were the days. Yeah, I mean? exactly, yeah. Um, final one, this is an interesting one. <coughs> Phoneless football. Do you want to explain this one? Uh, that was Rory as well. Was um, he, uh, I think um, you, you're one of two people, aren't you? you? You either you think vloggers are dickheads, and you know going to football and videoing yourself is you know embarrassing, or you think to let them get on with it, or you lie a bit like it. So you're one of three people. Right. I'm with. I just let them get on with it. I don't mind either way really. I wouldn't do it, but whatever. Um, and then there's the other element of it is instead of being in the moment and celebrating these great goals, people have kind of got their phone out and instead of getting involved in the chanting, they're filming the chanting. But, and I kind of, I get in, I understand that I don't want Wi-Fi at stadiums. I don't want people want tweeting that when, when they should be watching the supporting team. I think it's going to add to an already insipid atmosphere. So, um, but I love watching stuff on YouTube. It's difficult. It is difficult because yeah, you're right. 
Like uh, the, when I did the Euros, did a lot of kind of vlogging there. It was at times it was exhausting because it was like corner. <laughs> yeah, get I've it out. Get it. Film yourself. Yeah, it does feel a little bit weird. But what you do is you, you you're able to bring say like um, <coughs> well for for a lot of football fans that don't get aren't able to get to those games because they're you know they're global football fans. It does it brings them into it. Yeah, but which I was, is nice. That is nice, and that's good for them. And um, the people that are most critical of vloggers, I'm sure, don't care for overseas fans, or you'd imagine. Um, but it, what, what I was saying was that you know the capturing the songs and the moment of celebration. So I've watched this video of Spurs scoring two goals against Arsenal in two minutes. Bow and Lennon, or it was like three minutes, and the guy's video captures both goals. And you, all the celebration around it, yeah, and he holds it so still, right? You can see everything. But for that moment, I couldn't. I would have thrown my phone. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it's it's a weird one. I love that video, but I wouldn't want to be the guy filming it. And I think the wider aspect with with football uh, and phones is the the ability for everyone to have an opinion as well. Before I think you, you're still kind of constructing bubbles yeah. because you like who you like, and you just you can block who you don't like, um, but. When I was when I was younger, driving home, you had uh, BBC London, which we were talking about, talking yeah. about QPR. You had my opinion, the you had my dad's opinion, and you had uh, you know had the guys around us. The general feeling at the time of those different bits, the true sort of deep feelings on the manager or whatever. It was me and him, and if and the report from Tony Incenzo. Yeah. It wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> it was Tony Incenzo. He's still going to Tony Incenzo. He's been to like he goes to so many games. He's, yeah, anyway. Um and you've got a kind of wider bubble now of everyone that gets their opportunity and there's good bits and bad bits about that, but I do think the ability for people to organize mm. again there's good bits and bad bits of it, but I think that does lead to instability with football clubs because managers are <sighs> When you're pissed off, you're louder often. And you, when you're pissed off, you people tweet more. Yeah. So it brings that side of it, that extreme side of it, uh, across more. I think I think it's taken away some of uh, what was pure and innocent about football. You know, yeah, it was a, a lot, bit of ignorance. Uh, ignorance is sometimes a good thing. It was a lot easier. A lot easier to. Um, it was a lot easier to enjoy when there wasn't horrendous views being given all over Twitter the minute your team loses a single game of football or goes 1-0 down you know it, the game was easier to enjoy back in the day but look it, it is but there's also it, like, the, but also like there are great football podcasts when, that I love now and yeah. there's uh, you know there are football YouTube channels that I really love I like hearing opinions of people that I like and it is your choice to listen to one or not listen to one there are people who do their fan experiences some I watch because I do actually want to I want to see them be happy or sad or whatever yeah. or I want to hear their opinion on stuff yeah. or their reaction to stuff like there's a lot of people in the Bull Street Network that I, I really enjoy watching yeah. if, I, if they've lost a game I want to know what Nicky from like I, I watch West Ham Fan TV a lot yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it I really like hearing what the fa- those fans have got to say and I think Nicky and Ryan and the guys I think, I think they're brilliant yeah. um, so there are and I wouldn't have that as well, so it's yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I think the key arguments about match day, the match day right. experience and whatnot, rather than the issue. Um, but there you go. Do we want to go um, Premier League players? Have a bit of fun with that, or do you want to do Soldiers Lost in Battle? Um, let's do Soldiers Lost in Battle. Okay, let's do one. Let's do. We're doing one. We're doing okay. one. We've got three. A quick shout out actually to. Uh, don't please don't tell me I haven't put his name down. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, Shit. All right, look, um, I'm going to give you a shout-out next week, which I'll probably forget, so you probably will never get the recognition you deserve for this, but you, you wrote a, a ginormous, long story, which we can't read because it's too long, about something that happened to him in Thailand. Right. So I'll I'll just, you, I'll, I'll, go on. Well, I was just going to think, so look, I tell you what, we'll, we'll leave it to you guys. If, you, if this video can get, like... I don't know, a certain amount of likes. Get, if, hit the like button now if you want to hear this whole story. It's going to be really long, so it's an opportunity for you to either go, no, I don't, or I do. But I'm if you sure do want will. it, then hit like. But I'm it is long. It is it's is it long, good? and it's, it's a bit bleak in places. <laughs> you know, I imagine he searched his soul a lot during it, during his experiences. A lot of pain, a lot of physical pain. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah it, it kind of situation that you think that would be the worst. Wow, that would be but not, it is not the worst. But that's you know just yeah. I mean, look, if you if you don't, you can't wait. Go and read it. Some of the comments right. last week. Well, yeah. Well, let us know in the comments. Do you want us to read it or not? If you do, look. Just show them the paper quickly. That's yeah. how long it is. No, it's the it's all of wow. this. Wow. <laughs> we've got other ones. Don't worry. Yeah, it's all of that. Look at it. It's a lot. It's Basically, two pages if you listen to the podcast. And page. and it isn't funny. It's oh. just it's just dark. heavy. Wow. Yes. Okay. Anyway, well, we're not. Yeah, I don't know why we've spoken about it so much because we're not going to talk. But about he, it. he is chipper at the end, is what I said. Oh, lovely. So there's no, there's not, there's not dark in. Okay. Uh, this is soldiers lost in battle. Uh, sharing is caring. So keep sharing in the comments uh, your difficult stories uh, as a football fan. Here we go. Brilliant. Oh, shit, it's there, it's on its way. <laughs> just takes a second to get going. <laughs> right. Okay, first one comes from Brown Ninja 775. What's the music this? It's not, it's just a new dark piano. Oh. I mean, this music with this, that, that <laughs> really? last one, yeah, I'd have probably been full back ending already. Wow. <laughs> 16th of June 2016. The biggest game of a frankly dull Euro 2016 was fast approaching. It was England versus Wales. A British rivalry that was sparked with brilliant intensity. The only issue, however, was the fact kickoff was at 2pm on a school day. I believed it was fine, though. My maths teacher, Mr Cochrane, loved football with a passion and was willing to call off afternoon lessons to watch the game in his room. Kickoff was fast approaching. My mates and I were getting more and more excited when the fateful news struck. Our physics teacher, Mrs. Mason, came in with a face of pure anger. We forgot, all right, we forgot to ask if we could skip her physics lesson to watch the game. She made us go to her room and sit there doing work as we missed the greatest moment of England's international tournament. What made it even worse was my best friend had his brother pick him up from school to watch it back at their home. He still gloats about it to this day. That's tough. Antonio Gusti, or Giusti. I was 10 years old and I really wanted to go and watch my favourite team, Fulham, play their pre-season friendly against Brentford. But unfortunately, my Uncle Vernon and my Aunt Petunia locked me in the cupboard and only let me out to cook breakfast. See, my parents passed away in what my uncle and auntie said was a car crash and it left a bad scar on my head the shape of a lightning bolt. But I had a chance to watch the game. It was my cousin Dudley's birthday and I was allowed out of my glorified glorified chicken coop <laughs> I just had to ensure there were no disasters but then somewhat poetically disaster struck my cousin fell into a snake pit at the zoo and I got blamed I was dragged home and was hidden away for the rest of the night 
I missed the biggest game of my life, which was made worse by a giant called Hagrid <laughs> taking me away to a school called Hogwarts, which had no football. <laughs> to this day, I've never seen the spectacular brace that Boamorte scored that day. Haters will say it's made up, but can you prove it? <laughs> you cannot prove it. Well, I mean, you can prove it. You can Harry Potter books. Yeah. But um, I, I, I like that. I read it, and it was so weird, and I was like... This is great. So we have to put it in. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Oh, is it fan fiction? Don't want any more of it. That's enough. <laughs> but you know, good. That was good work. You win a prize. How? What's his oh. name? What? Antonio Juisti. He wins a prize. Does he? What prize is that? The prize is Fr- free app download to Fan League. Oh yeah, you can get that in the link. In the in link, link in below. the description. Well yeah. done. And you can be friends with us. That's not the prize though. The prize okay. is an hour of James Alcott's time this weekend because he's got a lot free. <laughs> Come around the flat, we'll get naked. <laughs> you're very very in and consenting. The uh, yeah, you can just what you do. Message in the mess in the comments below. Um, Antonio, what you want to do for an hour with James, <laughs> and uh, and then we'll, we'll do it. Okay, now. So let's know what it is. Give me anything you like. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at some of the greatest US players that the Premier League has ever seen. I know that there's this thing. Last week we brought you South Africans greatest players, some crackers in there, Aaron Mokawena just to name one but we found an article that's got some of the best USA players let us know your favourite Premier League well, USA players and we could have a chat about them in the comments that'd be great fun wouldn't it kick it off with Brad Friedel what a player he was great career established himself at Blackburn struggled at Liverpool initially went to Blackburn and he was at Spurs as well for ages him. ages uh, went bankrupt did he? Yeah, he hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's your favourite USA player? Uh, um Paul Dempsey. Paul no, Dempsey. Sorry, sorry, Clint I think Dempsey. what you're trying to say is Clint Dempsey, <laughs> who's at Fulham. Uh, not just one uh, all-star, shall we say, a USA all-star, who graced the Premier League. You had Brian McBride as Alexi well. Lallis. Alexi Lalas. Never played in the Premier League, that's wrong. You're thinking of who, Wiggly. Who cares? And, of course, Carlos Bocanegra. He had a great time. Roy Wiggly. That takes him back. Roy Wiggly was there. Kobe Jones. Remember him? Aston Villa. Who's at Coventry City? It's Coventry City, yeah. Dreadlocks, a bit older. Tim Howard. Americans give me the goalkeepers, don't they? It seems yeah, like Brad Friedel. They do a lot with their hands, don't they? Jurgen Summer. QPR. Um, running out now. Really. Running out. Brian McBride. Casey Keller, another goalkeeper, eh? Lots of great <laughs> Americans down the years. Who, who do you think was the best American player? In? Claudio Reyna. <laughs> really? Man City is good. Claudio Reyna, do you know, I always remember watching him, like, watching him get out there on the football pitch, and I remember thinking, his head is huge. Yeah. Massive nut. Oh, so you who else had a big head? Richard Edgehill. Richard Head. Edgehill. Edgehill. So I know you've got this thing where you come up with really, like, you know, these Some little bits yeah, for the podcast. Um, they're all bad. Yeah, they're all bad. Apart from Soldiers Lost in Battle, that, that, that's good. But the rest are terrible, okay. right? Well, they are, they're bad. I hate them all. All right, okay, here's a bit for you. Tottenham versus Juventus, how did that fucking go? <laughs> Touche. Bad. I mean, it was good, that's why it was bad. It was good, but it was so bad. Yeah. We didn't deserve to go out, James. It was, it's not fair. It's not, not fair. Spurs? Yeah. Success? <laughs> <laughs> 
Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Digging out my bits. Uh, there you. Uh, uh, yeah, what, what went wrong? Um, what went wrong? Everything, really. You know, we... we Will... We... So, actually, you know, from going from that and going from my questions from Flame, one that stood out for me, Chris Pajak, at Mr Blood Red, when are Spurs not going to bottle it? What, who gives a shit what he has to say? What's he got to do with anything? You're low on cojones. That's, that's your listen, problem. listen, listen. There's like the bottling it thing. Right, it's become a joke now, isn't it? Yeah, Spurs bottling it, right? But one team can win it, so everyone else is bottlers. One team can win it. Yeah, but one I, team can win the league. Yeah, but the other team seems to win it on occasion. <laughs> what? Who? Name a team. Arsenal. Exactly. Um, the game itself, uh, we over over the two legs, we, we were better. Um, we had way more opportunities. We weren't clinical enough. They were clinical. They are one of the best teams in Europe. I don't think losing to them is any any disgrace. It'd have been great if we got Porto. I, mean, I am, loved Porto. Yeah, yeah, that would have been in the last sixteen. That would have been easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I was. I am. I am supporting Juventus a bit now. Buffon. Chiellini. Chiellini is like guys. insane. He is so good. He was yeah. head and shoulders man of the match yesterday. Um, um, so going back to that though, when, when, when the game's over, does a little part of you is going, are we ever going to win something? I don't think we're going to win. Who thought we were going to win the Champions League? I don't know, but it's got to, when you play that well, if, if we get knocked out, don't if, succeed. If, if we, if we, I think the FA Cup's a more realistic aim. Yeah. If we don't win the FA Cup this year, I might think we might never win anything ever again because yeah. we've, we've got a good opportunity. I think to that's do human that. nature for you, to have, for you to have that human, but not, not last night. Human <laughs> last night, I did, it's they're knockout stages. There's 16 teams left. We don't even have a one in 16. You know what I mean? It's it's difficult. <laughs> it's really hard. I can't look. I, I, we 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 had a great campaign. We beat yeah, that. Beat Dortmund last night. To be fair, we beat we beat Real Madrid. We should have gone through. It didn't. I'm not one of these fans going to lose my head over it. You know, the others might scream down a, you know, camera lens. Leave it. Leave it. Don't do that. Come on. Sorry. What does Obama say? When people go low, you go high. Yes, and that's Obama saying it. Yeah, all right, okay. Yeah, uh, well, okay, wait, all right, all right. Well, then, then uh, I'm moving on. I'm moving this, on. I'm looking forward to Bournemouth. <laughs> this will cheer you up. Finish off the podcast with this. Room sixty nine. Who should give up on life? I think stop. I, it's not give up on life. It's just go away. I don't ask them to give up on life. They can go away. Just keep it away from everything. Right. Just stay. Stay. Don't enjoy family time. Yeah. Take the dog for a walk. So last week it was. Um, Allardyce, wasn't yeah, it? Who so. you know, that would like championship manager would be good if he'd kind of gone on holiday last week. Yeah, because uh, he's he's got a bit of a temper, isn't he? It seems. Yeah. Um, who goes into room sixty nine this week? Sunderland. Play oh. QPR this weekend. Big game, actually it's, massive game. If right. you lose that, he, he's got to go. Holloway's got to go. If he loses that, don't, hasn't he? 100%. 100%. Absolutely not. He's our got squad, to mate, go. Our squad has no Premier League experience. So I'm going to change my... Ian Holloway. He's going... He should whoa, go to room 69. No. He's not doing Never. anyone any good. No, I veto this. He's not helping anybody. No. He's making your life... You know, actually, what's weird about this? He's not only making your life, like, weird... Like, no, worse... You're just you're acquiescing. You're going along with it. I'm not going along with it. Yes, you are. Not only that, you, you actually think like it's a good thing that he's making your life worse. He's not making my life worse. He is. He's he's he's, put, he's bringing together some some reasonable pros and some youngsters with heart and bollocks, and then he's going go out there. What furlong? Go and express lovely, yourself. Lovely little right back. He's going. Right. No, he's going. Go out there. Knock it long to Matt Smith. Then express yourself. <laughs> 
That's what Ollie's doing. <laughs> All right? So yeah. don't you dare. Don't don't call, call him Ollie, Ollie either. You don't know him. He's not we call him. No, you call him Ian Holloway, manager Ian Holloway, or gaffer, or boss. The boss. He's Ollie he's yeah. like your mate your mate Oliver down the road and that's, that's a fair point because I totally respect him and we're not friends so yes Ian Holloway the, the, the oh, sorry I'm not going that far but the, the boss man. In, ser- in serious 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 discussion for a second Sunderland <laughs> you've got to go in serious discussion yeah. we're putting Sunderland into room 69 this yeah. is an imaginary place where people give up I just think uh, not, not the whole place at all uh, but the football club need to just go away now <laughs> uh, yeah do you know what I mean? They're not, they're they not helping any, but they're making their fans miserable. Give you, give the Sunderland fans an opportunity to change their football club. They have one in nine. They have one in nine. Uh, Colbert's probably on a wedge. Yeah. Do you know what the uh, the epitome of it is as well? Oh, do you know what? Dom, um, my mate Dom went to Brentford games called off, so he went to Millwall Sunderland, and he said Sunderland were awful. Why did he do that? Because because um, it's just down the road. It's where we live. It's yeah. Like, but what, what you needed something to do? Uh, yeah. It's just like I might as well go watch the football. Could have just gone to a pub. Yeah, he could have gone to a pub. He just but he, to get instead, out and fresh air. he went to watch Millwall versus Sunderland. He loves, he loves the game. He loves the game. Do you know what he did though? Did he go on his own. Yeah, he went on his own. Yeah. I, I want his number. I'm gonna have a word with him. Do you know what he, he sat there? He sat there with this guy. Though. This was something that I, I did want to talk about in the past. Last thing I want to talk about, then we'll let you go on with your lives. Uh, he was chatting to this guy, and he was like, "Lovely Cockney, like, really." Like, he was like, Boys, he was going. Boys, they're doing, they're doing great things this year, and he's, you know, it's great to see them. It's great to see guys. You know, Neil's come in and he's done, he's done a cracking job. He's a Millwall boy. Yeah. He's a Millwall boy, and he's saying certain. It, what the, the thing that I loved was um, Don went. So do you think? What do you think? Players? Do you think you can get the players? He went. The fans, like, fans, they be, be going now. No. But I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, per, I love people that like, I love, yeah. there's no one, I remember this cotton guy once doing he, his sign off was always like, stay lucky. Stay lucky. <laughs> like little things like that. Yeah. Oh, they'll be saying no, but I'm a dreamer. <laughs> love that is it. amazing. That I is love amazing. good cockney. A good cockney man. Yeah. Um, so Sunderland going to, uh, well, this is dangerous, isn't it? They're going to room 69. Thank you, be this weekend. They'll beat us like three now, won't they? Now, just because that's how it goes. Indeed. That was the one for the weekend podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. So random, every single week. But I enjoy it. Do you enjoy it? Got to get through it somehow, don't we? Totally. No, I do. I do. This is my favourite hour of the week. Is it? Is it your favourite? Oh, I don't. Yeah. 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 Um, any, any dates coming up? Any dates? I'm uh, trying to stay clear of the uh, focusing uh, on yourself. Tinder. Right. Yeah. Trying to meet girls in real life. But, yeah. you, but you, are you sort of focusing on you now? Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you, you're giving you some time. Yeah, that's true as well. Which bit? Downstairs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Downstairs? I mean... Just preening and then he's back in it. Yeah. Right, uh, one for the weekend podcast. If you are watching this for the first time and you've enjoyed it and you want it on your commute and stuff, there's a whole back catalogue there. Yeah. Go on iTunes and subscribe there. Subscribe to Long Ball Street. There's a million different reasons why you should get into the comments and have a discussion with us, which we've given to you throughout the podcast. Yeah, and we actually do read them, and they make up part of the show. So if you only want to get them, you might end up on a show if that's important to you. But, you know, everything you write down there, we take on board, uh, we laugh at, we dismiss, we think... We <laughs> dismiss. We think this is weird. All of it, we read. So uh, leave comments below, and um, they make up a part of next week's show, as they always do. Totally. Uh, we'll see you next week for more of Flames. <laughs> Doing the sound effects. Yeah, I like it.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.